Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Hey, math fans, Jason Marshall, Math Dude, here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. In the last episode, we discovered that integers alone are not sufficient to fully describe the world around us. We need the fractions existing between the integers, too. In fact, eventually we're going to discover that even fractions won't fully satisfy our needs. But we'll leave that for a future episode. There's still much to learn about the fractional world first. In particular, today we're going to take a deeper look at fractions and learn a few quick tips to help you understand exactly what numerators and denominators tell you. But before we get too far into the details of what the various parts of a fraction mean, let's briefly review their anatomy. First, a fraction is made up of two integers, one on the top and one on the bottom. The top one is called the numerator, the bottom one is called the denominator, and these two numbers are separated by a line, The line can be horizontal or slanted. They both mean the same thing and simply serve to separate the numerator from the denominator. If you've known about fractions for a while, it's probably been some time since you've contemplated the names we use to describe them. But they aren't exactly obvious, so it's worth spending a minute or two talking about them. Here's the quick and dirty tip to help you remember how to pronounce them all. The numerator is always spoken first, and you pronounce it exactly as you pronounce the number. For example, in the fraction 1 over 2, the numerator 1 is just pronounced 1. Or in 45 over 77, the numerator 45 is just pronounced 45. Easy enough. But denominators are a bit trickier. They use the following convention. 2 is pronounced half, 3 is pronounced third, 4 is pronounced fourth or quarter, 5 is fifth, 6 is sixth, 7 is seventh, 8 is eighth, 9 is ninth, 10 is tenth, and so on. So, for the fraction written 1 over 2, the denominator 2 is pronounced half, and the entire fraction is therefore 1 half. A little less obvious, for the fraction 45 over 77, the denominator 77 is pronounced 77th, so the entire fraction is 45 77ths. An easy way to remember this is that with the exception of half and quarter, the words used to describe the denominator of a fraction are the same used to put things in order. For example, the order in which runners finish a race, third, fourth, fifth, etc. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com slash US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Now let's take a closer look at the different parts of a fraction. First, the bottom part, the denominator. The word denominator is derived from the Latin word nomen, N-O-M-E-N, which means name and also shows up in words like nominate and nomenclature. And that's pretty much what the denominator of a fraction does. It names or indicates the type of fraction that is described by the numerator. Here's what I mean. 
the denominator of a fraction tells you how many parts a whole is broken into. It can be a whole pineapple, a whole song, or a whole anything. If the denominator of a fraction is, say, four, then that indicates that the whole whatever is broken up into four equally sized pieces. Or if the denominator is 12, that means the whole whatever is broken up into 12 equally sized pieces. But how exactly does that name the type of fraction? Well, that leads us to the meaning of the numerator. The word numerator comes from the Latin verb enumerate, which we still use in English to mean to count. So, the numerator of a fraction counts the number of equally sized pieces identified by the denominator that are contained in the fraction. How then do we put this all together to understand the meaning of fractions? Here's the quick and dirty tip. Going back to our examples from before, the fraction one-half means one piece of a whole object divided into two equally sized parts. The denominator indicates that two parts make a whole, and the numerator counts off the fact that the fraction one-half contains one of those parts. Similarly, the fraction 45 seventy-sevenths means 45 pieces of a whole object that is divided into 77 equally sized parts. In all the examples so far, the numerator has always been smaller than the denominator. In other words, in one-half and forty-five seventy-sevenths, one and forty-five are smaller than two and seventy-seven. But what would it mean if the numerator were bigger than the denominator? Something like seven-fourths. Well, let's try interpreting this the same way as before. The denominator, four, indicates that a whole is divided into four equally sized parts, and the numerator, seven, indicates that we have seven of those parts. So, if four parts make a whole, and we have seven, then we must have a whole object plus three more of the equally sized parts. So, seven-fourths is equivalent to one and three-quarters. And we now know that a fraction whose numerator is greater than its denominator represents a number that is greater than one. In case you're wondering, that type of fraction is called improper, whereas fractions like one-half with numerators less than denominators are called proper. So far, we've only talked about fractions with denominators that are greater than one. At the end of the last episode, I asked the brain teaser question, why can't the denominator of a fraction be zero? To find out the answer to that question and take a peek at how fractions with denominators less than one work, check out last week's Math Dude Video Extra episode posted to YouTube and the videos section of the Math Dude's Facebook page. That's all the math we have time for today. But before I go, here's a brain teaser problem for you to think about until next time. How can you tell if one fraction is bigger or smaller than another? Look for my explanation in this week's Math Dude Video Extra episode on YouTube and Facebook. And remember, you can listen to, read, and subscribe to all the Math Dude episodes, as well as the other great Quick and Dirty Tips podcast at quickanddirtytips.com. Please email your math questions and comments to mathdude at quickanddirtytips.com. Follow the Math Dude on Twitter at twitter.com slash jasonmarshall. And become a fan on Facebook. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with the Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Tips to Make Math Easier. Thanks for listening, math fans. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan.